0: to friends with cinefits i am your host alex McAllister, and today on the preliminary episode of friends with cinefits i am joined by lance Inkenbrandt. hello lance how's it going man it's going pretty good thank you for being my first guest it's an honor (laughs) um so briefly at the beginning of this i'm just going to give a little introduction to the podcast since this is the first episode um I came up with this idea because people always tell me to watch movies and I'm like that movie sounds terrible or that got terrible reviews I ain't gonna watch that and I just thought this would be a cool way to kind of expand my horizons and get to talk to my friends about some of their favorite movies. Um, I do plan on giving recommendations of my own that I hope listeners will watch and then if they like them we can talk about them um i think i was gonna do an individual episode once a month that's shorter and talk about one movie i like but i'm thinking about doing whatever movie you pick i'll pick a movie that i think is similar to it or something that i want to recommend um so i will have one of those at the end of today's thing it's not very similar to the movie that we're (laughs) covering, but I have a reason why I'm recommending it. Um, But, with that being said, uh, this podcast is just going to be me having a friend on every week. Hopefully, they get to pick the movie, and then we review it. That's pretty simple. Um, We don't have any film analysis backgrounds. um, So... Don't expect the deep stuff, really. Especially in this episode, we're still trying to figure things out. So if you'd stick with us, send me your recommendations. Um, I have a Twitter, at CinefitsPod, or you can just look up Friends with Cinefits or Alex McAllister. Something will show up. Send me your recommendations. If you want to be on an episode, then let me know um, what movie you'd want to do. And I'll get you added to the list. We don't even have to be friends.
1: <laughs> you don't but have many of
0: those. <laughs> I, exactly. I'm already running out. Episode three, I think, is going to be my sister. Right after that's my mom. So I'm already scraping the bottom of the barrel. Um, but anyways, that's a, that's about it for the introduction. Um, I'm going to start out each episode saying... Uh, well, introducing my friend. I already did that. It's Lance. Um, and then we're going to talk about how we know each other. I have a story I'm going to tell. Okay, um, you tell the story? I am. <laughs> how we met. Like, we went to middle school and high school and all that together. But we weren't really friends in seventh and eighth grade. And then in eighth grade one time, this lady wanted <laughs> to dance with Lance. He was a lot cooler <laughs> than I was. I didn't have many oh, friends. Oh, come on, man. Um this lady wanted to dance with Lance at a middle school dance. And he's like, no, I don't want to dance with her at all. Um, you know, she's she's not a terrible person. Not the best looking. Just
1: wasn't into it. So yeah, it there you go.
0: Um, and everybody got mad at Lance. They're like, oh my gosh, Lance, you got to dance with her. And he's like, I don't want to. And then he came, sat by me on the bleachers. I was sitting there all alone. I didn't have any friends. Uh, he came set by me, he's like, your name's Alex, right? I was like, yeah, and you're like, okay, cool, and then we just talked. Um, and then I guess after that, you're like, hey, this guy's not too bad, we should yeah. be friends.
1: Yeah, and then um, you moved to St. Wendell, our town, yep, and we hung out a was, lot more, and it got, we became pretty good friends after that.
0: Exactly. Um, still friends, it's been like 10, 12 years, I don't know, I can't do math that quick. <laughs> it's around that. Yep. So that's how we know each other. Um, Lance, what movie did you pick and why? I picked Gladiator. Yes. It is
1: an older movie. What was it? when was it made again? Two thousand. Two thousand. I picked it because uh, back uh, when I'd go to my dad's house all the time, he'd watch all these movies, and I was a kid, and I'd watch it multiple times, and I liked it because the action and all that. Never really understood what was going on. I always knew it won some awards, I think, and I knew it was a good movie. I just didn't know why. So I wanted to get back into it and fully understand why it was a good movie and rewatch it and see what I, what I thought about it.
0: Yes, and I picked you to be the first episode not only because we're good friends, we got this good chemistry from yep. video games and stuff, <laughs> um, but yep. I've never seen Gladiator mm-hmm. until this moment. Um, so, it's one of those things that everyone's always like, you haven't seen Gladiator? It's iconic. Like, no, exactly. And then, you know, so I watched it, and now we're going to talk about it. So, um, before we get into the actual movie, I'm going to give background on the movie. Obviously, it came out in the year 2000. Um, it has Russell Crowe and Joaquin Phoenix. And then it has the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy, I think. Who? Uh, the black guy. He's like oh, older. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I forget his name. Yeah, I did, too. This is great. <laughs> this is great content, no, guys. But um, I know what
1: you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Um, those were the three people I knew in the movie. Uh, there's obviously a lot of older people in it that are like classic actors. I think Oliver Reed is one. Well, um, yeah. It was his Final appearance. Yeah, I saw he that. Dead. I saw yeah. that. Supposedly he died during shooting. The last uh, not, scene? Not from a shooting. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. Uh, <laughs> but, anyways, yeah, that I heard, we'll get into it, but I heard that it kind of had an impact on what they wanted to do. So, um, more about the movie. Uh, the budget was $103 million. And the box office was, got $460 million, so made money. Um, critically acclaimed, it won Best Picture that year. Uh, I looked, I don't think I'd seen anything else from that year. Because yeah, I, even... I, I was going to be like, did this really deserve <laughs> it? And then I went and looked, and I was like, I don't know. I think American Psycho was that year.
1: I've never even seen that.
0: And... Maybe something else. I don't know. Uh, but that's a bit of that background on it. Did you watch the trailer before you watched the movie? I
1: did not watch the trailer. Was it good? I
0: did, and it completely spoils the movie. Does it really? Not like the ending. or I mean, you can kind of understand what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, it's a Roman period piece mm-hmm. about gladiators, obviously. Um, and... I guess we'll just get into it now, but the trailer, it had him fighting tigers and stuff. And then it had him saying that both his son and his wife were murdered. Are you serious? Yeah. And so like earlier in the movie, he was like, oh, I can't wait. I want to leave and go visit my, my kid and my wife. And I was just like, that ain't going to (laughs) happen, bro. I know from the trailer. (laughs) Um. so that was kind of disappointing but anyways uh, like I said it's Roman Empire I think the beginning scroll said it was like uh, 180 AD so quite a while back if you ask mm. me uh, the beginning fight scene they're fighting barbarians um, barbarian tribe it's like the last yeah. of their kind or something In Germania yeah, yeah, and you know maybe maybe I'm just a good guy or something. But I was like, I was kind of sad for the barbarians. Like, they weren't fighting dirty or anything.
1: No. Sure, they
0: cut that one dude's head off at the beginning, yeah. but like they said that the Romans have wiped out all of their kind, and this was like the last one left.
1: Yeah, it's the the Roman Empire was known for being brutal, so I never really f- felt like. I thought the barbarians weren't necessarily bad guys. I didn't feel that way at all.
0: Yeah, but I I don't know like during the first fight scene I I just was kind of conflicted.
1: You don't you don't really have anyone to root for really.
0: Yeah, like they haven't given you a reason to root for anyone other than you're like, "Oh, this is Russell Crowe." Yeah. I got to root for Russell Crowe. He's the main character. Um but other than that, I really liked that fight scene. Um I started out streaming it online, and then about halfway through that fight scene, I was like, I'm going to see if they have this in 4K, and then they did uh, right down the road, so I drove and picked it up yeah. and then started I Actually,
1: it. I bought it in 4K, I think, on Amazon, Amazon nice. Prime. So yeah, I thought that scene was really good, because it wasn't like, when I see scenes like that, I'm, I'm scared they're going to be like the movie 300, where slow-mo action sequence of one mm-hmm. dude and blood goes everywhere, but I think it was a pretty accurate depiction of maybe what happened back then. Mm -hmm. And like, I I saw somewhere when I was researching it that they actually got permission to actually burn the woods. Yeah. So a lot of it was actually like, they actually did that kind of stuff, which I thought was really cool for that scene.
0: Yeah. I I think they were going to build something there or something. And so they were going to tear down the trees And so they got permission to just destroy the whole area, which is cool. And one thing I did like about that was you could see how dirty everything was. Like, there was dirt flying in their faces. Like, even when they're, like, yelling or something, like, dirt will just be thrown in their mouth. They'll, like, spit it out and keep talking. And I just, it was really cool because I think that is how Russell Crowe's character is. Because you'll see him... Before every fight he gets in, he'll grab, like, sand or dirt or whatever. Yeah. And, like, he's dirty. And then the bad guy, Joaquin Phoenix, Mm -hmm. he never gets dirty until, like, the very end or whatever. And I think that was, like, a cool way to contrast, like, every time Joaquin Phoenix's character is anywhere, it's, like, super clean and pristine. And every time it's Russell Crowe, there's just dirt and blood flying everywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I thought... Well, speaking of Joaquin Phoenix, Commodus, or however you say his name, I think yeah. that's how you say it. I mean, I've always liked him as an actor, and I think he does a pretty good job. He obviously, I think, has gotten better over the years, but I thought he was a good villain in the sense that you can understand his like, hunger for power, why he's upset from the very beginning. Exactly. How he feels betrayed. I think that yeah. was a good point to make in them, and the plot, anyways.
0: I think he's he was like a very good villain. Um The only issue I had was after looking up what actually happened, since it's based on real events or whatever. Yeah, I saw that. Um, He was actually just, like, a good dude. He was super popular. He became king or whatever, emperor. And then he just, like, fell in love with the fame and just, like, made statues of himself. And he wasn't really, like, a bad guy. He just started, like, falling in love with himself.
1: Yeah. Didn't he, he... He participated, like, he was an accomplished gladiator or whatever, too. Like, he mm-hmm. regularly did that stuff. But I heard, like, what I read, I don't know if it's true or not, but, like, he would fight against amputees from the wars. Mm. And, like, I he would just, like, thing bad thing. boost his, no, he would kill him. Like, he would yeah. boost his own stats because he thought he was great. And he'd charge Rome for his appearance at the games, mm. which was weird for me. Yeah. Like, but. a little bit too full of himself.
0: I kind of wish that they had done something where he... It's more of a fall from grace and not just he's a bad bloke at the very beginning. Um, Because, like, immediately, whenever he's there, he's just like... The first thing with him is him and his sister. And Mm -hmm. he's just like, oh, I'm going to be in charge of everything. We're going to rule the world. And it's like... I understand that he's excited for power and stuff, but he immediately was just like, I don't care about anyone. I'm just going to be powerful. I'm in charge. No Senate ever. Just me.
1: Yeah. I think if they would have made him likable at first, it would have done a lot for like at least the first half of the movie because you knew he was bad from the beginning because Joaquin Phoenix just plays him as a creepy dude that loves power. Mm -hmm. He
0: plays him very well though. Yeah. Um, But... One thing at the end of that fight, um, Maximus, who is Russell Crowe's character, he's like, hey, I guess we're all done. And the Emperor said, there's always someone left to fight. And then it was kind of like foreshadowing, I guess, of, you know, you can't just get out of this. There's always going to be someone holding you back. Um, And I think he knew like, hey, I'm going to, make you emperor when I die my son's not going to be happy
1: yeah a lot of people probably wouldn't have been happy about that even the Mm. senate I think
0: yeah Um, so that was just something that um, stuck out to me Uh, next the next most important thing that I can remember was um, other than the emperor telling Maximus hey I want you to be emperor was whenever he told uh, Commodus, hey, you're not going to be emperor. Maximus, is. yeah, he's a better dude.
1: I, I, I'm putting capital letters here in my notes. Like, why would the, why would the emperor tell Commodus in privacy that he's not going to be emperor when he knows he's crazy and already had the suspicions about him? Yeah, exactly. I think it was just a really weird move.
0: Yeah, he, he wasn't making him emperor because he doesn't have any good traits, is like what he said. Yeah. So how don't you expect this is going to go bad?
1: Yeah, in privacy, in a dark tent. Like, don't do that. That's a terrible move.
0: Yep. And there was one thing when uh, Commodus was crying. He said, uh, just one hug from from you. It was something like this. I don't have the exact quote. But he's like, just one hug from you would have lit the flame of a thousand suns inside of me. And then he got that hug, but it was when he Mm -hmm. hugged him to death. And strangled him, yeah. Um, and then it did kind of light that flame inside of him, and after that, he is like uncontrollable and just crazy. Yeah, for sure.
1: And then I I noticed at the beginning, which I like how this movie did. I'm just gonna touch on it here because in that uh, post war party, you can see the the girl. What's her name, Lucilla? Mm-hmm. She like gives. Uh, she's like staring at. Maximus like longingly with the little hand handsmaid mm-hmm. or whatever and it's like at that point you're like oh my gosh this is gonna be like another forced romance that every yeah, movie exactly. does you know she's like falling for the general but I like how it they never touch on the past like that they had a past till like later in the movie and they mm-hmm. never make a flashback or really draw it out they just touch on that they had a romantic mm-hmm. past and it didn't work out
0: which and I, I also liked. like how in the end they don't get together.
1: Exactly. I like that a lot too. It's I not think, like they live happily
0: ever after. Yeah. Um, especially with, I already spoiled that his family dies. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever they died and he was talking about, um, to his, his best friend, the dude from, I think guardians of the galaxy is what <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, uh, but whenever he was talking to him, he was like, you know, I, I'll see them again soon or whatever. The only way that there's a happy ending is if he dies. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, you know, I guess it's also a happy ending if he would live. So I was like, there's kind of no bad, no bad way to take this movie. Yeah.
1: I would have, I wouldn't have liked it near as much if he would have lived and mm. became like a big figure in Rome and got with the girl and raised yeah, the kid. Right. I wouldn't have liked it that much because then. The whole motivation for him fighting and the revenge doesn't mean as much when he goes on to live a different life at the end, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess gotcha. they, they could have made it more important, but I just don't think it would have been near as impactful at the end.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, one of the next important things that I have written down is whenever he gets sold as a slave. Um, well, I guess Commodus kills his family and tries to have him killed. And doesn't work because Russell Crowe, you know, he'll just okay. kill anyone. I want to talk about that scene
1: okay. real quick when he's getting let out to be slaughtered. He's fighting. Most of the fighting is cool. It, I can understand it happening if he's that big of a crazy fighter or yeah. experienced war general. But he throws a whole sword like a throwing <laughs> knife for like 40 yards and <laughs>
0: kills a guy on a horse. He like, tries it later. Doesn't when he's when he's fighting and like has the mask on oh, or something, he throws in the it up arena. At the people yeah. And it doesn't get anywhere near <laughs> anyone. And I literally was like, Did he mean to miss people? Because earlier he just He yeah. ve- Oh, he yeeted it. I was just like, what the
1: heck just happened? That was yeah. amazing. But yeah, I'm I just want to touch him. on that.
0: <laughs> yeah. But um after that he goes back to his family and they've been killed. Yeah. Um, and You know, fortunately for him, he killed the Romans that went out to execute him. And nobody ever told Commodus that, hey, he got away. Because all of them were dead. They show up, see dead bodies. They were like, oh, it must have been barbarians or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think I watched the extended edition.
1: I was wondering if you did.
0: And there's a scene later on where Commodus, like, confronts his, like, side man, like, the main guy of the army, and he's just like, hey, what happened there? And the guy's like, yeah, we, we think that was barbarians. And he's just like, you know, you're going to have to kill these dudes that went and looked. And yeah, so he had to kill them or whatever. But um, after Maximus, Russell Crowe goes to visit his family, sees him burn, and he just, he buries them, like, passes out, because he's hurt and tired mm. and
1: sad. Yeah, he had to ride for days, because... He did. I think that's why he just passed out and hungry, probably.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah, his horse, like, crashed. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's what you call a horse that falls down. <laughs> he crashed his horse. He crashed his horse. <laughs> yeah. Um, but after that, he gets... He's a slave, and he gets sold to... I can't remember the guy's name... Is the Oliver Reed character. He used to be... A Proximo? Yeah, Proximo? Yeah, Proximo. Um, I did like that character. At first, he, you're like, oh, he's a slave you, trader. Yeah, you right can't
1: root, root for a slave trader. That's what I thought at first, too.
0: Yeah. Um, however, this movie, it had giraffes in it. Okay? I saw two <laughs> giraffes.
1: Yeah. They were not mate,
0: though. <laughs> that gets the Alex giraffe boost. <laughs> Okay. It's a, a boost? Yes, this is a first episode, obviously, so this is a new thing. I've decided if there's a giraffe in a movie, it gives Alex a boost, because I love giraffes.
1: I'll, I'll be sure to pick that one next time I'm on.
0: Okay. Um, I just needed to bring that up, so thank you for choosing this. i got to see two cool giraffes. It wasn't too long. You know, The uh, necks were long, but they weren't in the movie yeah. too long. Oh,
1: um, so, we have to talk about that first... Gladiator experience.
0: Okay. Like his first that. arena.
1: I just wanted to touch on the classic line that's probably been said a million times that you probably never understood. Is the are you not entertained part. Yeah. Which that's the one thing I always remember from this movie is that line.
0: I never knew it was from this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's the big. And I just, I, I love that moment so much. It's a good moment.
0: I thought it was from a Kanye West and Travis Scott song. <laughs> called Piss on Your Grave uh, he says I think he says is you not entertained
1: ah, proper but English it still got me
0: pumped <laughs> um, so yeah whenever I heard that I was just like that's where old Kanye West got it from mm-hmm. um, but with his whenever he goes whenever he becomes a slave and they're trying to train him to be a gladiator the The main big guy that's, like, training them, and he's the best gladiator that's there. He started out being kind of a dick, Mm -hmm. and then later on they were just, like, bros. Yeah, they realized,
1: I guess he just realized he was a leader, and I don't know if it was because of his leading, like, how he led him and brought him together that he started liking him. Or Mm -hmm. I guess the big guy probably just respected him for, like, going against the Emperor and kind of defying what everybody else does, Mm -hmm. I guess. I think he and just kind of respected
0: him. I think that the first time that they fight in front of the Emperor, um, Maximus is, he's kind of like orchestrating the army. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, okay, call him here, call him here. Everybody get around, huddle yeah. up. And that one guy isn't doing Yeah, I know. He's not a part of it. Yeah, and I think he gets like shot or something um, by an arrow or whatever. But yeah. they survive, they end up winning. And then after that, he's like, Okay, I think that's the way to survive.
1: Did he save his life during that battle too? I remember Maximus tackling someone out of the way of a chariot.
0: It might have been him. And
1: I, wanted to, I want to say it's him because he wasn't in the formation or anything. That makes sense.
0: Him. Yeah, I didn't catch that, but that makes sense.
1: Speaking of, I thought the action in this movie is fairly good. Mm-hmm. It's not, like I said before, it's not overly gory or it doesn't hone in on one pers- person too long or for a una- like weird reasons. And I know a lot of people like cutting like cutting in battle my scenes. Big. Yeah. And I I don't think it does too bad no. of a job like that. But i I still enjoyed the battle that's why I liked it as a kid, I think, was how good the action scenes were shot.
0: Yeah, they, they were and like you said, the it's not like just super quick cuts where you can't tell what's going on. You can tell there's a lot of just like chariots just like blowing up not like blowing up but they'll like run into something like yeah the wheels will go off horses will fall yeah it'll like show that um like the whole thing and so i really did like the action in this i did like the movie if you can't tell uh yes um, <laughs> you were worried
1: i was worried i was worried that you wouldn't like this
0: um, one. Oh, i didn't mention this at the beginning but on rotten tomatoes it has a 77 percent And I feel like it should be higher. Um, If you guys don't know how Rotten Tomatoes does their ratings, it's a you give it, you either like it or you don't. Um, So it's not the most accurate because if you're like, yeah, this is fine. That's the same thing as saying, I love this. This is the best movie of all time. Um, So that's a little bit about that. I think it should have been higher than a 77, but... You know, it's not the most accurate rating system out there.
1: I kind of, when I watch movies, either the main thing that makes me not like a movie is if it's too predictable. Mm -hmm. And this movie, to some extent, yeah, it is. You know he's going to survive. You know he's going to win. But honestly, you didn't know how at the end because everything started going bad. Of course, you had the climax, the twists or whatever. I did not expect him to die when I first watched this movie as a kid. Because mm-hmm. you're so used to the hero living and riding exactly. off into the sunset, so, and he didn't assume the be- become the emperor like a lot of these kind of movies do. He didn't take the title as the rightful ruler or whatever. He just kind of leaves it to the people, which, mm-hmm. which I thought was a good ending. That's why I liked it a little bit more.
0: Yeah, which I definitely agree. Especially like you said, as a kid, you ex you expect him to live, and you're mm-hmm. disappointed when he dies. But as soon as his family died, and he was talking about like, I, after I kill this dude, I gotta go see them again. You're like, okay, it's probably gonna be one of those scenarios where both of them dies, which is what's ha- what happened. But yeah. I think the journey to get there was awesome. Um, it wasn't very predictable, I guess, as yeah. you said. Um, even when you know sort of what's going to happen. Um, There's still things that Commodus throws in the way. Like He brought that uh, former gladiator out of retirement. They said, he's been retired for four years. He's never lost. He's coming back to fight. He comes out, and then they're like, hey, let's let the Tigers loose. (laughs) And I was just like, okay, this is kind of a lot. But then I thought, you know, this might be like if the Colts had to beat the Chiefs in a playoff game. They bring back <laughs> Peyton Manning, and then they have, like, roller skates on or something. You know? I get you. I get but you. then it's I like, you know, he hasn't fought in four years. Is he, is he actually yeah. that good?
1: Yeah, and then they bring the Tigers. In. And I heard that that big guy was actually supposed to be some famous wrestler. I saw a fact about it. I was gonna mention it to you. I forgot oh, who it man. was, but I, I was I love wrestling.
0: Gonna... <laughs> I didn't see that, but I will look it up immediately. <laughs> after
1: no, I wouldn't. Uh, I like how. Like I looked up because I was like, how much? How who in this movie is like based off real people, and why? And we mm. already touched on the comatous thing, but the sister thing was kind of true. How he was like really into his sister, and that she feared for her life all the time because i think she hired assassins to poison him and he did the same like something like that and then he ends up actually dying by a a pro wrestler or something that was hired by someone like in a conspiracy to kill him Mm -hmm. so it kind of i think they drew from that as like inspiration for maximus
0: i think i saw like they tried to poison him and he just threw it up and then they're just like Okay, let's just, like, strangle and beat this dude. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: So I think... Because I think that person's name was, like, Narcissus or something. The wrestler mm -hmm. was. And in the original script, I read that Maximus was actually going to be named that after that guy that actually killed Commodus. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of where... Yeah.
0: Um, There was one thing that... I thought it was interesting from the sister's part. She told the Senate that he was selling the uh, grain supply or whatever. um, So that this might've been a deleted scene or something. I don't,
1: I don't remember this. Okay. So this,
0: the the sister tells uh, the Senate that he's selling the grain supply to pay for the games. And then they're like, "Yeah, these the fans enjoy it now, but next year they're all going to starve to death," and that's when the Senate was like, "Okay, maybe we should do something." You got any ideas? And she was like, "Yeah, my bro Maximus, <laughs> get we should try to es- escape him, let him help him escape, I guess, yeah, free him, yeah." Um, and then later in the movie, this also might have been a deleted scene, but he's running out of money. And then he goes to the Senate and was like, hey, can we sell a little bit of the grain supply or whatever? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. And then he goes to his sister and was like, you know, they weren't even surprised whenever I told them <laughs> I was selling the grain supply. <laughs> and he was just, like, confused about it. And I was like, she just lied so that they yeah. would turn like start turning on him.
1: Yeah. What?
0: That's interesting
1: cuz it gives you a lot more reason for like the hate like how why the Senate hates him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because those scenes were not in the regular cut. So I mean you understand why the Senate hates him of course, but there's not like political reasons or anything like that. Economic reasons for them to hate him and want to overthrow him. Like in, in the regular cut the games just are going on because he wanted them to go on. There's no consequences of the games really in the regular cut.
0: Hmm. Well, then I'm glad I mentioned <laughs> that. So now you have that background. We need to um, talk about
1: the big reveal, too. Like when uh, Maximus is on the, like, fighting, and then he refuses. Or, like, the Emperor wants to meet him, so Commodus comes down, and he turns away from him, and he turns back, takes off his helmet, and says, mm-hmm. I think the line was, oh, what is it? It's a big line. Do you ever end down? I it's do like, not. I will have my revenge in this life or the next. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Which, I think it's a pretty popular line from the movie, Mm -hmm. but originally uh, Russell Crowe hated it. Really? He thought it was terrible, and the writers kept giving him, like, say what you want, ad-lib it, do something else, and he Mm -hmm. never did. It turns out to be one of the more famous lines of the movie, which I thought
0: was pretty cool. I did hear a couple of lines were ad-libbed, which is... To me, is surprising in a movie of this scale. Yeah. And especially um, with a director like Ridley Scott, um, we didn't really go into him, uh, but I guess we can now. Um, but I, it seemed more like, at least with big directors, it seems like they're more, sh- not straight, but strict. Mm-hmm. And they want you to say, line for line, like I know Martin Scorsese, he, he's i don't think he's very down for ad-libbing but i think um commodus his line instead of are you not entertained it was like am i not merciful he like yelled am i not merciful oh, and that would have been near as good his sister no uh commodus actually said that in the movie he said oh uh, oh yeah
1: yeah when he's when he's yelling at his sister on yeah know, when she's terrified and yeah
0: she they said like she actually looks terrified in it because she like had no idea he was going to scream that at her mm-hmm. and so she's just like what the heck's going on right now um
1: yeah what well, didn't he get nominated for like an yeah an best Oscar supporting this? actor yeah I he understand.
0: didn't get it um i don't remember who did i think i looked it up but I think he should have. He Like, he was yeah. really good. He
1: made the movie, in my opinion, because I don't think... Like, there was not a terrible... Like, a lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of conversations that mean anything. And he made his character, like... He made it... You
0: can understand him.
1: Mm-hmm. You understood
0: I, why it was like that. I saw that Ridley Scott, his first choice was Joaquin Phoenix for uh, Commodus... And I think Russell Crowe was his second choice for Maximus.
1: I think they wanted Mel Gibson. Yeah,
0: it was Mel Gibson.
1: Because yeah. of Braveheart, which yeah. is a similar movie. I don't know. I forgot the plot of Braveheart. I've never think... seen it.
0: So if anybody hates <laughs> that, that's another one. Everybody's <laughs> always like, yeah, I
1: haven't seen Braveheart. I haven't seen it. Like this is That's the same movie like this one is. I haven't seen it since I was a kid.
0: Yeah, so um, if anybody wants to review that, hit me up. <laughs> Um, however, there is one thing I did want to point out. Okay. Um, Whenever Commodus starts murdering the people who are trying to help Maximus escape, um, he puts snakes in their bed. That loses, that loses points because I'm terrified of snakes. (laughs) So that loses points for the movie. Uh, the giraffes brought it up. Snakes are going (laughs) to breathe. I thought it was a weird way to off people. It is. Snakes. It doesn't seem quick. It seems like you could wake up to something slithering. Yeah. And yeah. You could
1: sneak out.
0: Or, it's a weird way you know? to get rid of people.
1: Yeah. which should it, never really... They show that, but they don't really show the outcome of it. Mm-hmm. They just say, oh, we put snakes in the beds. Exactly. Did they die? Did, were they poisoned? I didn't understand that. Uh, but, uh... I don't... The Proximo thing... Mm-hmm. He the Oliver Reed, I heard that him and Russell Crowe didn't get along. I heard during that the as well. movie, which is I think Russell Crowe just wasn't the nicest person because mm-hmm. he continually hated the script.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: like I said before, but the last scene of Proximo I think had to be CGI'd.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, which um, you watched, can kind of tell. I watched the on the disc the special features, it was like a 20-minute special, Um, and uh, they said they had to CGI his face, they just used a body double, and originally they wanted to have Commodus make Maximus and Proximo fight.
1: Yeah, I thought they were supposed to not be like, get along as well in the original script or whatever, and they changed it. Yeah.
0: I mean, I was reading the uh, trivia on IMDb. <laughs> it was like 200 items long, so I read a little bit, and then I oh my was gosh. like, "This is a lot. I'm not going to remember <laughs> all of these, so I'm done." But um, there, I do like how the rest of the gladiators. They started. They started calling him at the beginning. They started out calling him like the Italian or Spaniard, Spaniard, Spaniard. Um, and then at near the end whenever they were like giving him food this might have been a deleted scene as well they no, called him Gen- general yeah they called him general Yeah, and they gave him like... food and then they thought it might be poisoned yeah and, they, yeah and the other guy uh like tested it for him and faked like he was mm-hmm. poisoned or whatever but i think it was cool that he like he actually tried it yeah and it started out a, they weren't good blokes yeah, together. Yeah,
1: that but. was... Blokes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good... Uh, I think that was a really important scene because, like, yeah, he commands them during the battles, but mm-hmm. you never really see how they got along besides the his main buddy. Mm-hmm. You never really see how, how they got along and how they respected him exactly. in the in the actual... Because like, they were confined for days without fighting or however long without fighting, so mm-hmm. they didn't really touch on that that much. But on that, I think it was... I don't know if it was that scene or close to that scene where the I don't know. I don't want to call them a prince. The little kid.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Uh, he comes up and like calls him over, and he Maximus realizes who he is. I think at the end of that conversation, like mm-hmm. who the kid is.
0: Yeah.
1: I I thought he could have told him or at least relayed a message. Cause actually, I don't know if he trusted. Lucilla or whatever. Yeah, I don't, that's what I was confused at that scene because I think that could have been, um, he could have done something.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, it was kind of funny later on when the kids like acting out. He's like playing. Yeah. And he says he's a gladiator and he's uh, Maximus and the
1: Savior of Rome.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Commodus is like, "Oh man, I got to kill this <laughs> kid." He doesn't kill the
1: kid, but which I thought the. Uh, the suspense, like that suspenseful betrayal scene where Commodus has the kid in his lap and he's talking to... He talks about
0: a, like little bee or something? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I thought that was a great scene because mm. the kid slowly realizes something's up. So at the, I think that's what I, at the end, the kid's not really sad that his uncle died because he realizes he's a bad man. Because yeah. <laughs> that scene, his mom was freaking out and he could tell that. I just thought they played that was written very well it was and how they acted it out was pretty good
0: that's when like joaquin phoenix i he impressed me throughout the whole movie but during that monologue or whatever i was just yeah. like holy crap like he's getting into it he's doing a great mm-hmm. job i'm scared and i'm not even in the movie i know he, it's fake
1: yeah he's by far the best actor in the movie yeah. russell Crowe did all right and i guess his character is hard in general so he's Mm-hmm. doesn't show that much emotion, but I feel like that performance could have been a little better,
0: yeah, um you know next time we'll have to get you in there, you'll be the next gladiator.
1: oh oh hell yeah, man,
0: there you go <laughs> um so a little bit, do you want to compare and contrast Maximus and commodus um I feel like both of them um behave due to emotion but Mm. obviously you know i'm not sure maximus his emotion is revenge and he's just trying to kill someone and i guess it's kind of the same for commodus because he was just upset that you know he wasn't going to be emperor and he wanted revenge on the people that wronged him
1: yeah his father betrayed him and did love him or show him love, and that's why he does it. But you almost—it's a weird thing to root for—is a revenge story like that.
0: Yeah. Um, Most of the
1: time, those are the ones that people are like. You're not—that's not supposed to be what you fight for. And he's fighting for solely revenge. The whole movie, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. He killed a lot of people.
1: <laughs> I guess. I guess uh, Maximus's motive changes when he starts realizing exactly what he's fighting for mm-hmm. is to for the Senate to have control. Yeah. And I think that's I don't know where that where he goes from just wanting revenge and out of blind hatred to wanting what's best for Rome. I don't I, know.
0: I wonder if it had to do with like you mentioned the kid. And him like seeing this kid and was like, Oh crap, like he has to live with this bad guy. Uh, I, I wonder if that had an influence
1: it, Oh on him. do you remember the scene where The girl, the Lucilla girl, is talking to him and says, "I have a kid too. Does Mm -hmm. he? And is he innocent or something like that?" She just starts throws it back at him, why he's mad. Yeah. Does he deserve to die because his kid died and all that? So I think that may have real made him realize it's not all about revenge.
0: I definitely think the the sister and that child made him see, like. His wife and his kid and be like, mm-hmm. you know, I I can't just be selfish about this. There's other families out there. Um, they just reminded him of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, there There is one thing. I I couldn't find it whenever I looked it up. I'm sure somebody has a more in-depth thing. I want to get your opinion. Okay. But Commodus, he wears black the entire movie. And then in the final scene, he's just wearing all white. I wonder if it's mm-hmm. if it's just cuz he's going to die and it's like the I don't know him going good... from to the afterlife or something but it was weird to me he was like in all black the the military yeah. switched from they all wore red and then they all switched to all black and then he changes to all white and I it I mean it looked cool but I maybe I it was wasn't just
1: Showmanship? Sure but I th- mm-hmm. there has to be a deeper meaning than just he wanted to look fancy out there, right?
0: <laughs> I think so. If anybody has ideas, uh, send a message to the Twitter or send me a message because I want to know. It's not like he had a a change of faith. No,
1: yeah, he wasn't like becoming a like a Christ figure or anything. Yeah. Trying to say like
0: be the hero. Mm-hmm. That's normally what I would expect when the bad guys wearing black and then he turns. He starts wearing white, and you're like, oh, maybe it's supposed he's to be pure. Become, yeah. And, you know, that never happens. So I thought it was an interesting choice to switch to that. I'm sure there's a reason.
1: Yeah, I didn't pick up on that.
0: Mm-hmm. I just did because I was like, that looks <laughs> badass. <laughs> and
1: then how he, Commodus, wounded him before that fight. Mm-hmm. Which is extremely obvious. Even if you're in the crowd, you can see he's wounded. So I mean, I don't yeah, he's <laughs> <is left laughs> <alone. laughs> he limping around, but yeah, they they briefly touched on Commodus's training mm-hmm. in the woods at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So you don't really. I think they should have since, especially since Commodus was actually an accomplished warrior in that in real life. They should have probably touched on how he was skilled too, mm-hmm. because you go into that thinking, oh, he's gonna get beat down, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it was more of a fight
0: Yeah, than it should have been. Exactly. And, um, you know, I I kind of wish Commodus had more redeeming qualities. Kind of like yeah. we said, like, make him be good, then turn bad. So that, you know, you kind of want to root for him. But at the end of the movie, you're just like, okay, this guy sucks. I just yeah. want Russell Crowe to wreck him
1: yeah like i think the best villains in movies are ones that when they die yeah you wanted them to fail ultimately Mm -hmm. but at the end at the same time you're like oh that's kind of sad he wanted this he wanted that he thought this and that's why you want him to be alive or something
0: yeah and that's why like that's why i think the marvel movies have done i was just really well they always have amazing bad guys like Thanos, even though he wanted to kill half half of all living creatures or whatever, he still had a good reason behind it. He was yeah, like, you saw everybody's reasoning. starving, like everybody's yeah. gonna die or we'll start eating each other. If we kill off half the people, we thrive.
1: Yeah, and they made him almost a hero of the first movie. Mm-hmm. Like it was more about him than it was about anybody else. And I feel like they had a lot of screen time with Commodus, and if they would have gave him an arc like that, mm-hmm. it would. It, it, it's already a great movie, I think, but it mm-hmm. would have been that much better, yeah. especially with Joaquin Phoenix playing the
0: role. It yeah, would have been great. Man, I was I was really prepared to not like this.
1: I know you were. I know you different. wanted to hate it. I didn't want
0: to. I was just like, <laughs> this doesn't seem like a movie I would like.
1: Alex is notorious for hating all movies anybody suggests. Allegedly,
0: <laughs> this podcast will be the test of that. That's true. That's um, true. But. <laughs> I I really wasn't expecting to like it. I thought it'd be overrated or whatever, but a
1: cliche warrior
0: action movie. Yep, but I mean it was thoroughly enjoyable. The pacing was awesome. Like you're never bored. Um, Yeah. The characters were awesome. The acting was awesome. Um, Some of the shots in it also scenery. Yep, big time. I've had
1: a note about that because like they. I guess they shot on location over in wherever they were and they Mm -hmm. had mountain shots and they were in the desert, they were in the forest, Mm -hmm. they are in the mountains. He rode through all kinds of places on his way home.
0: I did see somewhere, it might have been on the features that I watched or whatever, but it said that they intentionally, the first scene, it's dark um, because Russell Crowe, he says, I've been outside of Rome or whatever my whole life and it's just dark or whatever. And then they go into Rome in the Colosseum and everything's bright like the colors pop and Yeah. There. And so it was a cool callback to like that bit of dialogue. I think Russell Crowe said it, but then again, you've yeah, never so. been to Rome. Yeah. So. Which he was
1: fighting for. That's why he never really had anything to fight for. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say at the beginning even though he was a general of a great army and he's successful he was fighting for Rome, and for which most of it he's probably never seen. Mm-hmm. He's just conquering places, and then at the end he's actually basically fighting for Rome and had not something to
0: actually fight for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if they went into why he was fighting or how he became the general. Yeah, he was a farmer. I don't know how
1: he got to become a general of the army.
0: Yeah, um, I'm sure someone out there probably knows. Ridley Scott probably knows. Ridley Scott, if you're listening, uh, (laughs) you know, let me know. Um, But for those of you who don't know directors or anything, Lance, have you seen any of Ridley Scott's other movies?
1: Of course, I've seen some. I've seen Alien, of course. Mm -hmm. Martian.
0: Yep. Black Hawk Down. I don't think I've seen it.
1: It's an older war movie. I know you don't like yeah. war movies, but it's a war yeah. movie.
0: I was thinking about uh, that today. I have four war movies I like. You do? Yes. But I won't tell you them.
1: Okay. <laughs> but no, those. Are, I think those... I looked at his list, and I didn't look at it too long, and those were the three that really stood out to me. I don't know what else he directs.
0: He also did Blade Runner.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, i would never really seen that,
0: though. I did. I... Got kind of bored during it, but <laughs> I still watched the new one when that came out, and it was incredible. Mm. Um, it's one of the most beautiful movies ever, uh, to me, I guess. But uh, So, other than that, I don't think I've seen much else by him, other than Alien, obviously. I just watched Alien for the first time last month.
1: Oh my gosh, dude.
0: Yep. it's uh, a good one.
1: Have you seen Martian?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like that movie.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. He's growing potatoes on Mars. Right <laughs> um, but that's all I have for Gladiator. Do you have anything else?
1: No, I, I suggest people watch it though. It's
0: yeah, a good one. It's I, a good one. I do too. Um, I like I said I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. Uh, it has a seventy-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'd bump that to. At least an 85.
1: Ooh, that's Alex's rating, 85. Yeah. Um,
0: actually, I was going to ask you. Um, This might be a thing. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> how, you have to rate this movie from 1 to 3. 1 to 3. No halves. You can't do halves. <laughs> so it's then whole, it's just 1 numbers. to three. <laughs> 1 to 3. Rate it. Uh, I'd give it a th- 3, then.
1: Because I don't see it as average. I don't see it as bad. So, it'd have to be three, right? That's good, right?
0: You know, I'll give it a three as well. We got <laughs> our first three ever. Wow.
1: So. I feel like that's a that's a skill of good, average, and bad. Yes, there we <laughs> that's go. a good movie.
0: <laughs> um, speaking of bad, we do know what our next episode's going to be. I'm going to be joined by Austin Ramsey, who has picked The Last Airbender. So if you feel like having a terrible time, you can watch that movie, The Last Airbender. You know, Avatar. Um,
1: it's notoriously not good movie. Yeah,
0: don't. I mean, you can watch the full television series in preparation for this show, <laughs> but I'm. It's a lot shorter to just watch you, that terrible. movie. I've
1: only seen a little bit of the television series, but I have seen the movie, and you can you'll know it's a bad movie even if you just watch
0: the movie. So, on Netflix, opinion. you know how sometimes Netflix will, like, autoplay some, like, preview-type thing for it if you're hovering over it? Yeah. If you do that for The Last Airbender, it's the worst thing you've ever seen. Because <laughs> I did that today, and I wanted <laughs> to cry because it looks terrible. I'm not well, excited at all.
1: I'm looking forward to that conversation.
0: I'm going to be so mad if Austin likes it.
1: There's no way he does. Yeah, there's but, no
0: way. Anyways, Lance, thank you for being the first guest ever on Friends with Cinefits. Um, I'm hoping to have everything uploaded to the podcast feed next week. I have no clue (laughs) how how that works. Um, I got to ask some friends. Um, They've been helping me out with this. They have a movie review podcast called Not a Bomb, uh, where they review movies that bombed in the box office and... They talk about them, see if they bombed because they suck, or if they're actually good and just bombed because of bad advertising or whatever. So check that out. Um, follow at Pod on Twitter, or just search Friends with Cinefits. Um, you can G- you can send me an email. Um, it's friendswithcinefits at gmail.com. And now I'm going to give a recommendation. Based on Mm. this movie. Um, I think I'm going to give two. One of them is another Roman epic. And it's Spartacus. By Stanley Ah. Kubrick. Um, I think it's from 1960. So it's pretty old. But. it's To me it's just as good. It might be better. Um,
1: I've heard of it. And I know a lot of this movie was drawn from. That movie I think. Or that story.
0: Yeah I can see it like. The main characters are both, they're, they're just good dudes, I guess. Um, <laughs> and so, I recommend that one. And then another one is going to be just a period piece, because this is a period piece set in Rome. Yeah. So, the period piece I want to recommend is Greta Gerwig's Little Women. <laughs> Little Women? <laughs> it came out in 2019. It okay. has... Uh, Lady Bird Girl. I don't know how to pronounce her name.
1: Oh, I know who you're talking about, but I don't know her name either. I'm
0: sorry, people. <laughs> She's awesome. I just... I can never remember how to pronounce it. Florence Pugh. Love of my life. Um. <laughs> Emma Watson. Oh, I like Streep. Emma Watson. Meryl Streep? Um. Oof. Laura Dern. Bob Odenkirk. This is just off my... The top of my head. Dang. It's an amazing movie. Um. Okay. I... In my rating thing, I got a little app. I read stuff on. I gave it five out of five stars. I Oof. love it. Highly recommend it. Um, oh, it's also got uh, Timothy Ch- Chal- Chalet. Yeah, it has Chalamet him it. or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's a name in there somewhere. <laughs> um, he's awesome.
0: Yeah. So those are my two recommendations. Again, Lance, thank you for joining me. If you have anything that you want to say. Um, to the world. If you have anything to advertise, go ahead. Be my guest.
1: I'm just going to advertise this. If you guys like movies, tell your friends about this podcast because wow. I have a feeling it's going to be fun to listen to and review movies with. Like, You can watch the movie uh, and listen to the podcast next week. Yep. See if you agree. See if you disagree.
0: And uh, like I said, send, send me a message on Twitter. Or send me an email and Let me know if you guys have any recommendations or how you felt about the movie. Um, Lance, it's been a pleasure, and I look forward to having you on again.